because I know you and I know you can take the criticism. If you come on my course, I'm not here to be I, I'm not here to be your friend. I'm here to help you yeah. Yeah, patients. That's my number one goal. I don't give a damn. I have enough of, of, of everything else I need in the world. I don't need any more of that. I'm just here to teach you. And that's my primary goal. And that should be with your patients. What is the best I can do for you given this situation yeah. that we're in? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. all I ask. Yeah. I ask for you to do your best. ago in june two years ago yeah yeah two years ago we visited Crazy. you and we got to know you you went to the netherlands once um for do you, uh, do you remember the watermelons yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Right. i remember yeah and, and the pineapples <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah we do that's remember a, yeah we sure. that's an inside yeah. joke <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah true now we just wanted to 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 talk with you about uh, about dentistry for sure um but we cannot we cannot go around i think the corona crisis at the moment um so just how how, are, how is your day looking now at the moment what what is it or is your practice shut in your country okay so um for those that are going to be uh, listening to this, um, maybe even six months down the line, this will all be over. Yeah, or maybe two years, it. you never know. Then, <laughs> two years down the line. The, the, the thing is, I always say, once on the internet, you, you never know when it's going to come back to you to haunt you. So I have to be careful what I say. But uh, for, for those that are going to listen in six months or a year down the line or listening in the next few days, in the UK, I think we're a little bit... Um, more advanced than Holland. I think we have more cases than you in terms of the coronavirus and COVID-19, um, but we are much slower <laughs> to act. Uh, I think uh, it's, uh, so everything, just, just yesterday, um, our prime minister said to shut everything down. So um, I, uh, I basically, today is the first day where that's it i'm not not doing anything and tomorrow is my son's two-year birthday so you know oh wow thank you very much I don't, <laughs> yeah I don't. so uh so um, did you buy him a bigger helmet or uh <laughs> <laughs> um i know you're into cycling that's why i keep messaging you pictures of like, yeah, yeah. the bikes that i send for <laughs> my child uh, uh and uh, my wife is a massive cycler as well she does like 15 20 miles every day cycling if not more so uh yeah i'm the only one that doesn't cycle <laughs> as much as so, uh, that's why i keep coming to you for advice because i know you're really good at cycling so um yeah it's a strange time at the minute um it's it's been very tough because um you you guys probably know that um i have a lot of dutch people thanks to you guys coming on my courses and 
most of my delegates that come across uh, come onto my courses in London are from around the world. They're not from like the you uh, you know I don't know what it's like for you guys when you run courses, but I imagine it's predominantly from people in your own country. Uh, you know, yes. yeah. But for me, it's essentially like eighty percent are from around the world, and I can't risk those guys getting infected or having problems and stuff like that so i remember discussing it with eric as well i said like you know life like you know this will all pass and we'll you know we'll, in a year's time there'll be a vaccine and we'll forget about it and we'll, we'll go oh do you remember that time but as i'm not risking people's oh. lives this is this is where the one thing that we can do is stay at home don't pass it on and you know, I think uh, it's taken me a, a long time to realize that um, family and all that sort of business is the most important thing I think yeah, uh, sure. money will cut money will come and go but yeah. what yeah. do you want to be remember you can't you can't bury up what you know you can't take all that money with you what's the point so you have to like define in your life what what is what what do you want what is really what is important, important for you what is really important yeah, yeah, sure. if you have yeah. your health if you don't yeah. have your health you have nothing nothing it's yeah, one of the do you agree and at least do you agree that's one of the most important things in life your health yeah because if you're dead what's the point <laughs> you, <can't really laughs> yeah, okay. like, you know what i mean like you know okay. uh it's like yeah. it's it's finding a balance it's finding a balance i think uh but yeah it, the one thing that I think you guys know about me and maybe hopefully people that will listen is, is that I have a low tolerance for BS uh, <laughs> and uh, I have a low tolerance for, for nonsense, for people talking rubbish, for corporations selling you uh, like false information. I, I just like to be direct and clear with everyone and everything that I do. I don't have time for people just wasting my time or, you know, and I don't do very many um, webinars of it. This is like the first one I did because I know you guys both and I know that you guys are on a high level and you understand and you get what I'm trying to push. So um, that's why I make time for the people that are that are important and that don't waste my time. So that's why part of the reason I'm talking to you guys. Thank well, you. That's 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 cool. We, Martin and I were also discussing it a little bit before that if we just look um, uh, to the course program, you you uh, present on your website your course course program where you uh, have your posterior and your anterior courses, but they are always sold out. Because that you do very little courses, actually. If you you could do like ten or or, or even more, times more yeah. courses, you you could do that. Why why do you choose? I think that's one of the things because we see a lot of dentists all over the world. They go to every country and they do their courses there. I'm sure you have been asked to do that many many times. Why don't you do that? So. I have trust issues. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we know that. We know trust that. issues for the people who prepare yeah. your your courses, right? Um, so a few years back, um, the whole premise of my courses was that no one was doing what I was doing, in the sense that 
if you go and learn from a professor or some key opinion leader, whatever, it would be with a major corporation behind them. So the corporation would organize the event, the Colzers, the, the dense flies, the 3M, and you would learn their specific system, 3M, where you yeah. go in there, and the professor would have to tell. And I know for a fact that when you go on those courses that the professor, although he'll say that it's like, you know, I'm impartial here and I'm just giving it, but realistically it's all money driven behind the scenes and politics. And, um, you know, what they tell you, the sad reality is, is that they lie to you. That's the truth with dental education in the past is that it, what they were, what the reality is, compared to what they were selling you it was all to sell that is the whole thing that was the whole thing is that dentists were looked at by corporations as nothing mm -hmm. and we tell you what to do we will pay you money and you just do what we say and you will be a puppet essentially within that format and we'll make you you know and you, you because can be you a have famous the materials uh, you, yeah, you exactly. have to use the materials we we, we provide for you uh, you have to use this or, or that composite or a bonding system or whatever and whether you work with it in your normal practice or in your daily practice or not doesn't matter in this course you're going to use this or that yeah. exactly yeah. sorry let me just plug in my laptop for all that <laughs> anyway yeah. so so leading on from that i was like well i don't do that in my daily practice in my daily practice i use the best of this material or this company and I use the best of this company, I use the best of that company, because the science says, the data says that Optibond FL is the best in this scenario, and I need uh, a, a selective enamel edge from Carrara here, or, you know, so, and I use, need this bulk, and I need this flowable, and da 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 So, um, I actually uh, just decided, screw it, I'm just gonna run my own course, and I'm going to say whatever I want to say. And I don't give a damn about the corporates. And, yeah. uh, and I, what I, because what's the point of teaching if you're not teaching the best of everything? Why would I tell you to use something that's not that good when I know for a fact there's yeah, another product yeah, sure. from another yeah, company yeah. That's way better, that yeah. you could use that yeah. makes your patient's life better, that makes your yeah. life easier. Yeah. Why the yeah. hell would I promote something else that isn't there? And yeah, no, I that's, totally and agree. That's, that's, yeah. that's my whole thing. And no, so it's, the problem is it's a very big risk because at that point in the UK, there were very few people running independent courses that were completely like, you, the problem is you take a big risk. And no, and you could completely fit. I bought all the equipment. I bought all the guns. I bought all the, the, uh, the ring. Like, so, because when you go to the corp corporations for, for materials, then they'll go, well, we want to be on your course to speak, speak to your delegates. So we want to be on your thing to sell yeah. you, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, yeah. to follow up. Did you see any salespeople on my course? No, uh, no, no, <laughs> no, 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 yeah, Prem. But, okay, but, but, yeah. and the guy from Aquacare, yeah, but that, the, ah, so two things. So, Prem owned the educational building, yeah, so, we to, be yeah. Fair, <laughs> so, to be fair, and Aquacare is because 
uh, I'll explain Acrocare is slightly different. They're not really like, um, they're not really, they're not, they weren't even selling you anything, but I needed the machine. So where we have to compromise in certain things, but, yeah. um, but Aquacare for me is like essential. It's like having loops. It's that's yeah. the, yeah. that's the way yeah. I look at it. Yeah. It's, so set, so if there was something better than Aquacare that I thought, yeah, then, then I would go, they would use that. then I yeah. would, I would use there. that. It wouldn't make yeah. a difference. Yeah. But the point, yeah. the point comes to say is that I'm trying to teach the best, the best of everything. And I want, and this is really important when we come to the anteriors course, is because you, every anteriors composite course you go on, if it's Colza, Densply, whatever, you're only using Densply, Colza materials. And let me tell you, the truth is, is that the best in the world use a combination. It's like a chef you know that makes this amazing plate of food and you go well how do you know which food will work in this scenario yeah. and how will that taste good the reason is is that we have something called an instinct and we go i think in this scenario we need to use a bit of this color to get a bit of warmer tone and i'll use this brand and i'll use that brand but they don't tell you that they never tell you this um recipe where they take different brands although they advertise it and you'll see in the magazine oh, this is the best latest composite. Actually, what they used is completely different from the reality. And it took me a long time to realize that they were just miss, they were mis-selling you. This, I thought I could get it all in one system. And it's impossible. Yeah, That's just my matrix. combine in your interior course, you're going to combine different brands of composite with different characteristics where you use those different, those different kinds. Because... When I when I look a little bit on your Instagram account, it looks to me most of the times for your posteriors. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that because everyone talks about that, right? We we know it doesn't matter, but still everyone talks about the brand and and the composite you use. It looks like you use a lot of Filtech um, yeah. uh, for your and posteriors. some and some Omnichroma. Some, yeah. I saw a couple some of cases. Yeah. Some, yeah. Um, and I know, I know it, it, that the brand and, and et cetera doesn't matter, but what do you think is important? Because then we go a little bit deeper into details now. Uh, if we go to a composite and we go to a composite material, what is the characteristics that you think from Filtech is something you need for the posterior restorations? What do you like about it? And what do you so don't like about it? This, this is a really, really good question. And um, it's... Uh, let me just just rewind it a little bit so let me just go onto the anteriors because and i'm going to flick onto the posteriors because yeah. they're connected the posterior you can get away with one shade or two shades like quite easily the anterior if you really want to make something truly unique you normally need multi-shade system mm -hmm. you need you need effects and stuff like that if the tooth requires it so one of the things that for the anterior course that you guys will see whenever you come on is that i went through um 30 different brands of companies composite i bought i bought wow. personally the bleach shades of are we going to are we going to test them during the course all the 30 or no jesus i did it for you we'll be there all day. <laughs> okay, okay. 
So I bought 30 different brands of the leading composites from Coltine, Dance Fly, and I bought the bleach shade of them. Okay. And yeah. you're going to see where I'm going in a minute. So then I analyzed, I cut them all into discs, which you can get and it made them all equal. Mm -hmm. And then I tested them in terms of opacity, in terms of color, in terms of post polishability, in terms of handling, all the four main things to me that are important. And the thing that we will discuss is that the reason, so the, the reason why it's important is because everyone that comes on my course, they use different bands of composites. So I need to understand if you're having a problem with this system, this system, this system, I need to understand what your problem is with that. I need to understand that system in order to analyze what your problem is. Okay. So that's number reason. Number one, reason number two is that why do you think I chose to study bleach shades? It's a good That's question. A question it's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> of, all the, of all the colors, why do you think I picked bleach? Well, actually, I would say my first, my first thing that comes into my mind is that bleach shade should be the closest to each other. Uh, normally, I see the biggest difference when you go more to A2, A3. Yeah. So once you start, that's at least my experience when I do anterior cases, I always try my patients patients to go bleaching first because then my composites look better because it's <laughs> true <laughs> but it also has to, it also has to do with the u and the chroma in the in the in the teeth if you yeah bleach. sure yeah. yeah so you're 100 percent right um if you take a3 from all the brands there's a huge variation okay yeah that but we already know that and most of us compensate for our systems anyway because we test and we take pre-op shades and everything but how often do we analyze our bleach shades <laughs> not often do you oh. no oh, I <laughs> yeah so there is a huge variation in bleach shades so I've developed, in my opinion, the first independent cross comparison of all the bleach shades that has ever been done independent. And I will show you that. And the reason you need to know is because what has changed in our society the past five to 10 years in terms of how you mentioned it there, patients are whitening, patients are bleaching. Yeah, bleaching and, yeah, sure. and none of you, Sorry, I take that back. That's a bit harsh. <laughs> uh, a lot of you don't don't have can't appreciate the variances in bleach. They just what they tend to do is just smack one layer of bleach on, yeah. and it looks artificial. Because more and yep. more patients want whiter teeth, and they yep. want this cosmetic look, or they've bleached their teeth. And you need to understand what bleach shade you need to use and when. But no, and there's a story of a reason why I went into bleach shade, which I will discuss to you with you on the course. I don't want to give too many things away. <laughs> That's okay. But it's really important that when you now we're having in our society more patients that are having Invisalign cosmetic bonding whitening. You really need to understand your bleach shades. They're so, they're becoming yeah. a little bit to make them 
to make them look artificial is easy. Yeah. To make yeah. bleach look natural is hard. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And no one in the, the I don't know many that do it that teach it with direct composite. They'll teach you like maybe one shape, but they very rarely show you different reasons why we need different yeah. in different situations you need it. So that is part of the thing that I one of the sections that I talk about and um everyone does a, a natural bleach veneer direct composite so that was it but let's go back to your question of of direct posterior so right i heat all my composites and you guys have the new seaflow heater yeah. haven't you yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah, amazing yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to connor bryant <laughs> It's a really neat product. Thank you, Connor. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he actually, uh, Connor's, uh, for those that don't know who Connor is, um, Connor's a good friend of mine. He owns um, Bryant Dental. And I think it's distributed through Hofmeister yeah. in Netherlands or yeah, whatever. Terrific. Shout out to Rob, Barbecue Rob at Hofmeister. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so um, he created. Um, some uh he's, he provided me some special customized loops and he created this composite heater for, uh in and sort of i helped him give some feedback and all this sort of business so if you heat composite it changes the properties completely yeah. okay of a lot of and depending on what temperature you have so we all know that we have different kinds of composites. So we have a room temperature, some very stiff, and or some at room temperature like Tokiyama, they're very, very soft. So if you, it's simple sculpting. If you make a shape and the room is warm, it just slumps, okay? If it's a soft material. If it's a stiff material, it will hold its form. So if you create a cusp with a very soft material and you create, you touch it and you put heat into it, kinetic energy into it, it will, you'll hot, it will, you will get it into a shape because of what it will just lose its anatomy and form that you give it. So essentially you need to find the, the balance of between temperature and it holding your form that you give it. Um, so what are the, you've been on my course, so you guys know, what's the advantage of heating composite? Tell me. You guys all have composite heaters. Like what, tell yeah. me, what's the advantage of heating composite? I really like the... Um, uh, Marco. <laughs> <laughs> what I really like when I heat composite is the, uh, for me, the better handling properties. Because I, when, I use a, uh, when I use a brush, I can blend it much better um, mm -hmm. and don't get really rough edges. Um, but what you already said, and that's something that Eric and I were struggling with, uh, is for example, uh, Tokoyama's Omnichroma, is that it's already a really soft material. So once you heat it, it's like it's it's like budding. It it you you cannot sculpt it properly. So you can use it for cementation. <laughs> yeah. So so we even tried to put it in the in the fridge and stuff like that that, that just to keep the temperature down. Uh, to to get it to be more more stiff and better handling properties. Yeah, more more sculptable. I think this should should be like um, uh, a good synergy between good adaptation of the of the material. So so yeah. good adaptation. Most of the times when it's a little bit too stiff, I use some flowable. I learned that from you as well. Yeah. 
Um, but heavy flow, heavy flow, able. low viscosity, heavy flow. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah it's, it's what I use. I use Sho mainly the Shofu. Shofu yeah. does a good one, and Tokiyama. Yeah, super yeah. I use the the Shofu, the F zero zero, the the thick, high, highly filled, uh, beautiful flow. Yeah, but but then, then I think that some composites are also behaving differently when. For example, you know the, um, the Mycerium um, HFO, the Enamel Plus, the one is, is, is completely, when you heat it up, I use it for cementation of in and on days. Yeah. Once you heat it up, then it's extremely yeah. thixotropic um, yeah. material. That, that's amazing what happens once you heat it. Yeah, it's good use of thixotropic there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like <laughs> <laughs> Eric is trying to just like make us look stupid. <laughs> yeah, I do my best though. <laughs> Don't worry, Eric. You guys are the best. I'm the idiot. The, if you wanna, if you wanna learn from me, you learn the mistakes. That's all I show is mistakes and how I try to fix it to make sure that I get paid. That's <laughs> that's my whole thing. I've made millions of mistakes. So if you wanna learn perfect cases. You know, go like every single time and just see perfect cases of the course. I'm not the person that you want to see. If you want to learn the mistakes that pretty much everyone makes and how we fix them, that's probably you're better off coming to see. That's me. what but we all do, see. right? We, yeah. we we all make mistakes every day. Every case, yeah. I make a mistake. Every case, I can do better. Do you do you also, Thomas? When we just want to go a little bit further to the posterior composites, because then. Mm -hmm. We have we know all the filtech uh, material doesn't need a little bit of, of of heating at least in my experience because otherwise yes it's just has to be heated filtech has to be heated yeah 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 but then I still have some problems with at least I experience some problems that I need quite a lot of brushing on the material when I want to really remove my instrument uh, impressions yeah. on the composites and. That's where where I think it's. But how do you do that? Do you use a lot the brush as I as I said, or do you also use something like a um, um, a wetting we resin? Wet, yeah, we use a wetting resin. Um, uh, uh, you know, the the thing is that my the thing. So two things. If I use um, the capsules, not the syringes. Okay, so we got to remember that I sometimes forget when I teach around the world is that some people don't have the capsule, you know, the mm -hmm. disposable. Yeah. So they have the syringes, and th this is this is for me for posterior. It's not possible to injection mold with the posterior uh, with the with the. No, the, no the, I, uh, we agree. Work. And in, in the Netherlands, yeah. it's actually only the PLT. We don't yeah, use yeah. large syringes. No. So, so we've got to remember that you know um, that PL, the capsules because I want to go straight from the heater to the tooth as quickly as humanly possible because it loses a lot of its heat very very quickly. So, but the thing about it that's quite clever, if you have it quite hot, say even at 68, which is quite high, you inject it in, and it's like lava, you know it's like lava, mm -hmm. but within a few seconds, it starts firming up a little bit. If you play too long with it, it becomes hard and you can't mold it. This is the, this is why, 3M XTE is one of the hardest materials to sculpt with 
because you have this short range where it's perfect and you need to work quickly like this almost. The reason why something like Tokiyama, by the way, I think if you're going to do posteriors, maybe Sigma Quick is easier to use than 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 Omnichroma in that yeah. sense, because mm -hmm. Sigma Quick I think um, is just easier to use than than Omnichroma. It the the beauty of it is that it keeps its form in that small little window. So there's this optimum. Uh, you know how enzymes have an optimum pH? It's almost like composite has this <laughs> optimum heat of handling, and you have to you yep. have to make yep. sure that you don't spend 50 minutes doing this. It goes in a few seconds, brush it, brush it, brush it, brush it, done. Next, cure it. You're on to the next one. So that takes a lot of time and practice. And yeah. that's why yeah. a lot of people struggle with um, layering 3M. But the reason why we like 3M as well is because it polishes and, for example, it's really strong. And it's got the new anti... Have you seen the anti-bubble syringes? No, I haven't. No, not yet. No. So if you Google 3M anti-bubble syringe, they have got the new anti-bubble syringes. So if you're closing, for example, if you've done the root canal and you want to just fill that void up really quickly composite in there and there's no bubble i hate bubbles on my x-ray it annoys me so much because <laughs> uh, i have ocd so it's it's it, it, for me it's really good but then i do something a little bit cheeky this is where i move over to asteria or one of the or even uh, spectra by densply or one of the softer composites mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I do my highlights with a softer composite. So I do my main body layering and the main defined fissures with a slightly harder composite. And the, the cuspal highlights that we talk about on the course to really give that 3D anatomy, mm -hmm. we use a softer composite. Now, why do I use a softer composite in that scenario? Because you have more time to to handle it, and you have more time to 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 do all the the, the intricate well, uh, the, the intricate anatomy. Yeah, in, integration of the material. So, what this Lisa, is like a, this is like a this is like a course lecture for you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah <interesting. laughs> I'm like, taking notes right like, now. <laughs> like a, it's like a free lecture for you. Know? <laughs> so, Thomas, <right>. go. <laughs> What do white highlights on a posterior tooth look like? Where are they? They're on the marginal on the ridge and on yeah, the on the, the highest point of the of the cusp yeah. ridges. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And are they very defined, like where you see white spots on teeth, like like cloudy patterns, no, or are they very blended? subtle? Very subtle. Okay. So, if I use slate an a1d or a slightly beach shade soft composite on there do i want a defined blob or do i want a blended blob blended no so there's your answer to the question i use a softer composite in that because if i because i want to replicate the white highlight on the cusp tip that is completely smooth and blended no. So it's like I brush it, brush it, brush it. And yeah. then when it's yeah. cured, 
you can't even see the margin, no, but no. you can see this beautiful 3D effect highlighting the cusp tip. And yeah. it's like a cloud rather than a defined. So for the, I use a harder composite for the definition. And mm -hmm. then for highlights on the posterior, I'll go for a softer composite that yeah. will almost like be like absorbed in. Yeah. And it looks yeah. like it's this 3D effect. So yeah, this is why I talk about different materials. Yeah. Yeah. I take the yeah. best of everything and combine it. Yeah, and for the yeah, people that really, and for the people that don't know you, you also use a dentin shade underneath your enamel layer. So first you you apply a, a darker dentin shade and then an enamel layer on top, and then you do the highlights with a even a lighter material. The the truth is is that it the the dentin shade is can we can take it or leave it now, and I'll explain to you why. Because it's split into two lanes. If you prepare a, a cavity, can you hear me? Yeah. 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 Sure. Yeah. Okay. If you prepare a cavity on a, a posterior tooth, you've got two that generally happens. One, it's very, very dark from a previous amalgam, or two, it's just got a. It's generally quite clean. It's generally like once you've removed it, removed all the decay, it's it's not black black it's normally just like maybe there's a bit of light brown staining but the rest of it is all dentine color mm -hmm. so you've got very very dark and you've got not very dark it's just natural tissue generally once you remove everything and a little bit of same so one requires an opaga or yep. a, an opaque layer mm -hmm. and one doesn't require an opaque layer but it's still a large cavity. So in those scenarios, you can just bulk fill because mm -hmm. bulk fills are generally quite translucent. And you can even use, uh, even now, um, GC have a bulk fill uh, uh, flowable that has fibers in it, if you want to use that. Or yeah, whatever, the you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Has yeah. A, if you, if you want to use that, it doesn't matter. Reali realistically, it doesn't matter too much because you don't need the opacity really in those cases. You need the opacity when you're covering up hard black previous amalgam. And the reason, and what I see a lot on social media is, and I'll, and I'll say this in the nicest possible way from the Eastern part of the world, and maybe even some of the Italian direction is that they really drill a lot of the tooth away unnecessarily it's just, it's to, clean crazy yeah. just to have this picture of clean dentine yeah. this is mm -hmm. not patient or centered dentistry it's like they and then they uh, and then so they keep drilling and then what they'll do is like uh they'll use a bit of um uh mta to cover up the the exposure they did and then we see and then they go oh that's amazing that you did uh that you did uh you covered the exposure and then you did this and the patient didn't feel okay no no it's no you shouldn't have done that in the first place because there was no reason to drill it you were just drilling yeah. it just to show off and everyone that you can drill <laughs> like black staining your margins have to be clean yeah that is the key and this is the thing that's lost on a lot of people is that we have a bad, um, bad tendency to, to just show off 
and just go, okay, well, here's how good I am. I can clean it amazing. I call it like Facebook dentistry. Essentially, it's dentistry that is not, uh, I'm doing this case for Facebook and I'm not actually doing the case for the patient. For the patient. Yeah, it's like, they're like, no. oh, you'll, they, they bring the patient in the chat and go, oh, you'd be a great case for Facebook or Instagram. No, <laughs> Jesus Christ. No. <laughs> like, yeah. it, like, that should not be the first thought in your head. The first no, not thought at all. Head is, no. is, is, but this is, this is really, this is, this is what's happening in the world. And it's scary. Yeah. Yeah, no one and and everyone is too polite to say no this is wrong mm -hmm. this, this is because if you go to someone else's work and you say you shouldn't do this then everyone comes to defend them or everyone's you know you can't even like how often do i comment on other people's cases do you see me comment on other people's cases very very rarely very rarely do i yeah. comment Yep. very rarely if i comment on your case it's because i personally know you and want to help you and i'll either do it by private message or like i'll say look very yep. good yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because i know you and i know you can take the criticism if you come on my course i'm not here to be <laughs> I, i'm yeah. not here to be your friend i'm here to help you yeah. to yeah, help definitely. your patients that's my number one goal. I don't give a damn. I have enough of, of everything else I need in the world. I don't need any more of that. I'm just here to teach you. And that's my primary goal. And that should be with your patients. What is the best I can do for you given this situation yeah. that we're in? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. all I ask. Yeah. I ask for you to do your best. Yeah, and um, if you do the if you do the do the multi-layering approach uh, in the posterior area, do you find that you um, need to use a stain as well in the fissures because you're already doing a a, a dentin shade and then you do an enamel shade? So uh, because of the steepness of the of the of the cusps, you already get some um, difference in color, and your lowest point will already be darker than the cusp dip. It's a good, number one, we don't say stain in the UK. We say tint or highlights, okay? Because okay. stain to a patient, I, yeah. I, I need, so if you remember my lecture at the beginning, the first part is always a little bit of philosophy because if you don't change the way you think and you approach people and the way your mannerism and you talk and everything, then it doesn't become ingrained into your skull, okay? Yeah. If you keep making... <laughs> The, I, I try and say it's difficult to deprogram a lot of dentists. They come on my course because they go, I want to do pretty composites, but they don't change their behavior when they get back to the clinic. Yeah. You get what I mean? Yeah. They, I always say, if, you, if you're not taking 10, 15 minutes more doing your composites after coming on my course, I have failed as a teacher. I haven't you need to speak to me and we need to spend some more time together because I failed you because you haven't taken anything on board. So people have this mind block that they don't want to learn. They just want to come on a course and just say that they've done the course, but they don't want to absorb what you're saying because they don't come with an open mind or they can't apply it in a certain way. So this is the thing that's a little bit difficult. But when we talk about tints and highlights, a very very simple rule do not do any if there is none yeah. okay okay that's number one rule if you are rec recreating nature because if you put tint in a tooth 
and all the other arch doesn't have tint, what do you think the patient's going to say when they see the work? Yeah, it, it's, it will look weird. Yeah. yeah, so you just will, then you just, if you've got fissures there that you want to seal, use a clear transplant flowable or some sealant yeah. and cure it, and the patient won't have any food impaction and your composite will look great, etc. The only look at my cases online, see where the tint and the highlights are. Do yeah. they look different from the other teeth in the arch? No, no. they don't. There is, uh, I haven't actually since two years ago, you're part of the Facebook group. Do you remember yeah. the rules, the guidelines I gave you for posterior tint, yeah. tinting with yeah. the woman's face? Okay. Yeah, I know. That's, that's the rules. Of yeah, but I know that 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 not yeah. every every li <laughs> that, that yeah. not every listener has access to your Facebook group, so that's why I asked the question. Yeah, it's a really it's a really good question, and the truth is is that there are something that we call natural tinting pathways. So it's a exactly. It's, yeah. it, we don't we don't we only place what net we see in nature. Yeah. We don't do anything that's not in nature or the patient doesn't have. So once again, if you're putting tints where it doesn't exist, is it for you or is it for Facebook or is it for the patient? Yeah. You, this, is, this is something that you have to decide yourself. I'm not going to be there for you whenever you're doing, you're treating your patient. You have to be responsible for your own actions. No. So it's for me, it's very simple and I, I will explain it as much as I can. But at the end of the day, the rule is if it's not there, don't do it if it is there less is more yeah yeah i i, I agree on uh, I, I totally agree on that one if, if we if we go back to the because we had a little discussion about the posteriors and you told you need to be quick for the posteriors man if i look at your instagram account and i look at your posterior anatomy i cannot i cannot do that quickly what, what is your your vision about how to become how, how did you what steps did you take to take your, your dentistry to that level? What, what is the most important steps you think we need to take to, to, to do the same or someone a, else, someone who listens? That's a very, very, it's a very good question. It's a very, very good question. And anyone that's listening, it, it, the, the truth is, is that, and this everyone that's a master in their field i'm not saying i am but everyone that who is good in their field they've basically failed a thousands of times to get to where they are and the but the thing is that differentiates you from others is are you learning from your failures at each case are you analyzing them and seeing where you failed so if we're going to talk about posterior composites the first thing you need to be able to do with your eyes closed, you need to on a piece of paper, be able to draw all the fissures and all the anatomy. So one, you have to learn all your anatomy off by heart. You have to know that in your mind, because the problem is if you want to be efficient, you need to know how this tooth should look. So I talk about something called visualization in, in, the, in the thing. So very famous athletes like Michael Jordan or some of the greatest athletes in the world, um, like Usain Bolt, they visualize the win before they even do, the, before they even take the, the, you need to visualize the end result of what you want to achieve before you even start. 
So you need to know what it's going to be, right? You need to know exactly. what the end result is. Exactly, you need to know what it's yeah. going to be before, because if you're if you have no clear idea of where to go or yeah. what to do, you're going to be like, oh, does this bit go here or this bit go there or this, and then you'll you'll end up making a mistake. And and the problem is, is that how often when we layer a composite and we layer it, do we either remove it or drill it away after we've cured it? Very rarely because most dentists go, oh, screw it. I'll just, now I've made that mistake. I'm trying to cover up for the other mistakes and trying to, yeah. you're trying to fight a losing battle. And yeah. the, and I, I always say, if A isn't perfect, then B won't be perfect. Then C, you're, you're going yeah. further away from your end goal. So my best advice to people is, firstly, start with your anatomy really study uh, anatomy know that you can do it off by heart in your head two is take photographs of every single case that you do i think both of you two when i see your work compared to two three four five years ago you guys have increased like I, I i see people now looking at both of your work and saying oh my god guys i wish i was good as eric and yasma like you know and i'm sure you get it do you not get it i'm sure people go to you i wish i was like as good as you so you guys are your you guys are already inspiring other people which i find amazing like you know and so the and you know better than anyone when you see your cases from two three years ago the photos that you were doing to now you've completely you're on a different level now and yeah. that's because you've just gone through this pathway of photo analyzing mistake correct mistake photo analyzing correct mistake photo analyzing correct mistake and you guys how how you know you've gone through that cycle hundreds if not thousands of times and look at where you guys are now you're better than me yeah if we can can we go can we go through your uh shortly through your instagram account can we can we have, just have a look because then we, we can we can look a little bit at the staining uh more, more or less because yeah that's we don't quite, say staining no your tints yeah, and your highlights i will share the screen right now so uh you yeah, can well, see it and people at, at home can see it if they are watching the the feed um yep. first i would like to ask one question if i look through your instagram page um okay. we mainly see posterior composites and we rarely yeah. see anteriors is there any reason why you show more posterior than anterior cases very good question so a lot of my patients are much older than um so i see a lot of older patients and purely because so Older patients are not so much concerned with cosmetics and anteriors. I don't know if, if that's different where you are, but a lot of my patients the same. Yeah. don't really care too much about their anterior teeth, but they've got fractured posterior teeth that all need work done. So I do try and get more and more anterior cases in. Um, but anyway, the the demographic that I treat is mainly a lot of rehab, a lot of multidisciplinary dentistry. So it's you'll see I do a lot of root canal, I do a lot of um, gum surgery, implants, I do a lot of everything in multidisciplinary work. So and the 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 sad well the truth is is that who has money? to pay for that generally older patients have more money to pay for that uh um for that in the uk anyway 
um, the anterior cases that I see are, um, are, are more like tooth wear. So that's where we do a little bit of cosmetic work where they've worn down all their uh, teeth. And yeah. I do something where I, uh, it's called transitional bonding. So I generally do everything additively to get the bite and the function and the aesthetics right. Mm -hmm. I get them used to that. I get them stabilized, give them a splint or whatever. And then once they're ready, we switch over to veneers, et cetera, and ceramic okay. work. Yeah. So that's generally the progress. The What's happening slowly now over the past few years is that um, I'm treating more dentists. So now I'm getting to do more ad advanced sort of anterior layering and stuff like that purely because of of what i've been showing and that they they when a dentist comes to you for treatment it's a it's very flattering and you know it's it's like i'm 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 honored that you trust me to do work on your teeth because when another dentist says it you know it it's kind of like oh i better not screw this up i better make sure that it's, <laughs> it's really good and they appreciate the detail that you go into, I think, and they understand a little bit how hard it is to do some of the things we do. Although patients appreciate what we do, but they will never understand the complexity that another dentist will. No, so exactly. then yeah. in those cases, I can really start ramping up and showing some really fun work. But that's only happened recently and it's taken okay. a long time to do that. But yeah. Um, the main reason is, is just because of my demographic, uh, I wish I did more like cosmetic things, but I, uh, the truth is, is that when I see a young patient come in my clinic that hasn't had much dentistry done, guess what I say to them? You don't need any treatment. <laughs> I try, no. I try, yeah. I try and do as little dentistry I just, like yeah. like as 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 possible because it's just starting yourself down a bad road for that patient in that like like I see a lot of Invisalign and then full contour uh, direct composite veneers. Have you seen this? that's gonna be a mess in about two three years time yeah. and like you know what i mean like it looks good yeah. in the beginning but then after two or three years it starts uh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, ask me how i know <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I, I, I saw a very you just opened a very beautiful case martin where yeah, with the yeah. staining um and, and i wanted I to show too because uh i should i opened this case i guess or not no, Are it was another one. one. Oh, here. It's, yeah, that one. Yeah, is that, it the same? The, the it's the staining. same case, I guess. Yeah. No, it's another. It's another oh. case. But the, the staining is really. It's a. It's an incredible the staining. Tint. This, if this I one. do, or stints. The Excuse tint. me. Tint. If, if I try to do highlight, like highlight, what they, what do you call that, that in, in Holland? Yeah, well, we call it staining, but then I will try to change it. Yeah. You call it? Do you say to your patients the word staining? In uh, well, I just what's the nice way of saying it to the because there's all the people that are listening to this. Are they going to be Dutch people generally? Probably. No, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> 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 everyone, everyone together. Um, okay, so I no, would always say highlights or highlight. Yeah, 
Yeah, but I think that's that's the that's the correct thing to say. I think you we should talk more about making the tooth even more natural. Yeah, I say, uh, I say that I'm going to artists. color my fissure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't even yeah. say that. Don't even yeah. say that. As little information. Yeah, in I lied. Terms of, yeah, 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 just because ah. sometimes if you talk too yeah. much to a patient, you complicate things yeah, and they start true. asking questions. Just literally say, now we're going to just finish off and just do some little yeah. highlights just to make it blend in with the rest of your yeah. teeth. Yeah. Does yeah, that make sense? But that's the same. I, I do the same for, for, for rubber dam. I, I never use the word clamp. I say to other dentists, but I always use the word ring. Um, and same for yeah. other other small small things. My burr is my instrument and stuff like that. I just may, I just use different words to, um, to say to a patient what I'm doing. And my assistant knows what I'm doing, what I, what I take. But I talk about rings instead of clamps and... Yeah, I think I don't even say I don't even say ring. I say I'm now going to secure it. That's oh, like, yeah. like the 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 least the most simple information yeah. to patients, yeah. the better. Yeah. As soon as you start talking lots, yeah. you they 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 start switching off. Is what I've learned. So yeah. my advice to anyone that's talking to uh, to patients and they want to do more artistic dentistry or more like functionally beautiful dentistry, I would say, show them your work, show the cases beforehand, answer all the questions before you start the treatment. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, show them the photos. Yeah. That's it. That's it. And you don't, and one of the photos that I really strongly, uh, and we probably won't touch too much on uh, photography too much, but always a pre-op with the occlusion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. always a photo once it's dismantled i.e show the patient their decay show yeah. the patient the fracture they need to take responsibility for their problem not not here's my problem you fix it no it has to be i'm here yeah. to help you that's the way it is you don't go to a doctor and go like i've got heart palpitations etc just fix it no you go can you help me find a way to resolve this you know what i mean like so yeah. it's yeah it's taking transfer and then the final result and the buckle shot the and the but the interproximal yeah, yeah, yeah i do actually i show that to patients a lot yeah. and they, they i've learned it, that from you the, yeah you always take they, that picture they, they love it they love yeah. it because i because you know what i do is I zoom in on my camera and I go, can you see where the composite starts and where the tooth starts? And they go, no. And I go, that's right. That's the right answer. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> I, 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 was, I was wondering for this case, how did, how did you do the staining this minimal? Uh, highlights. <laughs> there we go back again. Listen, <laughs> I, need, I need I need to deprogram you, Eric. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I need some deprogramming. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So two things. We know that under rubber dam teeth dehydrate. Okay. So just remember that. Don't be uh one of the things that we don't like to do with posteriors is add actual, you know, the flowable fissure tints. You know the you know I I've forgotten which ones do you guys use the most these days? What uh, highlight flowables do you use? 
Well, in I Tokiyama. think the a Tokiyama. lot of the color, the the cur color plus plus is used. Um, yeah, yeah. And then there are a few other brands. Um, GC is used as well. Um, well, all the different brands have their colors, but from what I've used to know is that it's a lot of color plus plus. Okay, so do you remember that I talked about earlier on the cuspal white highlights? Mm-hmm. Okay, we don't ten- tend to generally use the white flowable of the highlight or the tint kits for that because why? Because most dentists, when they end up using the white flowable, uh, they end up and then the two, three hydrates, it's really obvious. You can see the yeah. white is far too obvious. So that's why I prefer a more subtle, like A1D dentine or some shade or, or a slightly mm-hmm. soft bleach shade to blend in. So, so, okay, so let's ignore that for the minute. If you look very carefully on the, on the, on the four distal, yeah. Ridge, mm-hmm. can you see the white highlight? Yeah, yeah. Can you see that? It's yeah. Very, I don't know if I don't know if you guys have a laser. Po- Do you have I a? Can, can you? I, yeah. I can you? Yeah, yeah, can yeah, you yeah. show it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, exactly. so, yeah. some people won't pick that up. Okay. Yeah. So this is what I mean. Really, really, and look at it on the opposing. Look at it on the opposing. Like you know, you can see the highlight. And can you see that? Um, the tint effect is uh, my my protocol is basically very 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 little <laughs> as little as humanly possible yeah run it through the fishes with like a fine probe a little mm. bit on the back of your glove do not ever syringe the 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 dog rat into the fisher jesus god no uh, so you put a little bit on the back of your glove you get like a fine, very fine, the uh, the Fissura instrument by yeah. LM or the uh, the Hugh 3D one has a very fine one. Or you can even use a 10 file. Like, I don't know what you guys use. Yeah. You can even use a 10 file. And run mainly the, use a 10 file, yeah. Yeah, so you get, you take, uh, you dip your file or tip into it till it forms a little droplet, okay? Like a tiny droplet. And you put that in the center of the fissure and then you run it all the way along the fissure that you've created. Okay. So you run it like a river, you're guiding it, the flow. Okay. And then you remove it all with the brush or whatever to as much of it away as you humanly can until you hardly see any of it. Yeah. What I find difficult is to remove it with my brush because I will smear it out a little bit and I will leave, uh, it will leave a brownish haze over the cusp tip and, and over the tooth. And it's really yeah. hard to, to, to it clean. Looks orange. Yeah. It yeah. Looks orange. So, so what you have to do is there's something called osmotic potential. So before, so when you, you've got your stain all in the, in the oh, tint, sorry, tint. <laughs> and then you made the amazing. <laughs> you got the <laughs> I, Eric, you're bad influence. <laughs> uh, you've got the tint in the middle of the fissure, okay? So, what you do is you don't move the brush, you put it there and let it soak up ah, into the bristles. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Do not move the brush. You let it soak into the bristles. 
remove it vertically. Okay. Then the next brush, in, soak, move. Okay. okay. And you use then, the GC brushes for for this te technique, right? Or micro brush? Yeah, GC or Cosmo, GC yeah. or Cosmo. That makes yeah. no difference. Okay. Osmotic potential will be there with a brush. It's yeah. not. It doesn't make a. You can use a micro brush even. It doesn't okay. make a difference. Okay. And then when you're at the stage where no nothing is coming back on the brush. At that point, you can take your paintbrush and then gently run it. Okay. Then it that won't go up on the yeah. cusps and yeah. all this sort of business, okay? Great. It's a very, very delicate procedure. Yeah. Uh, I saw another case where you don't use any highlight. Uh, yeah, that, that one. Oh, no. Here, this one. Yeah, yeah this there's, one. There's highlights in that, by the way. Yeah, there's highlights, but no... Uh, tints, no tints, right? No tints. No, because, no. because Be why? Yeah, because the premolar is uh, has uh, none. Has none, yeah. Because you Only do Invisalign was a... yeah. Pardon? Because you you are doing an Invisalign treatment. Yeah. That's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Invisalign patients don't like tints. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool, cool. I, what, what we are just going to 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 um, to, to try to summarize uh, things a little bit, and I think one of the one of the interesting things we would like to we would like to know is what what do you love about dentistry most? What what is the thing that you that you why what what what's driving you the way you do it? Because because it's really a admirable the the amount of time and energy and everything you put into dentistry and what what makes you love dentistry dentistry so much what is it in dentistry for you dentistry is an amazing profession if you look at it the right way and by the right way i mean that you can be an artist one day, you can be a photographer one day, you can be a surgeon, what, like it, the, the job can be modified to whatever you want it to be. And one of the things that I love, are, well, the two things that I love in, in dentistry, well, in life generally, is art and precision. These are the two things that I love the most. And normally in life, um, something that's beautifully precise is art and something that's beautifully artistic is precise. Mm -hmm. Does that mm -hmm. make sense? Mm -hmm. They're yep. interconnected. The reason why dentistry in the kind of dentistry that we all aspire to is because it's challenging as well to recreate nature to to follow these protocols it doesn't have to be even recreating nature but even following the precision of getting a class two perfect contacts with with, with the correct height following uh, proper isolation protocols is that you are creating this allows you to create this harmony of precision and actually doing the procedure on the rubber dam and doing it, it becomes like meditative, like therapeutic in my mind. Like I feel like calm when like the patient's falling asleep under the rubber dam 
I'm layering and everything is like just the, 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 the it's like I can actually, I now switch off and like uh, it, it's, it becomes autonomous almost the, the layering and the, and this is what you'll find it's after a particular amount of time. Once you start the rubber dam roads, once you start the protocols of um, matrixing and layering like that, you can't go back. There's no way you can go back to the dentistry that you used to do. You can't go. It's, it's, that's the thing. The artistic part can be learned. There's no, I was, I showed you my cases from 10 years ago. They're terrible. They're absolutely terrible. But the challenge of trying to improve and trying to be better pushes me every day. And part of the reason why I started teaching was because it's a challenge to teach number one because I constantly am thinking and challenging myself uh, and two is because I see so many clinicians making mistakes and it pains me that mm -hmm. I can't help them so I'm trying to share as much as I can and get like over the past week or two I've been just giving free like live streams and stuff and trying to help people as much as they humanly can um to try and realize that if i help you and you treat how many thousands of patients in your lifetime with correct isolation with equipment think about how the how much good that's doing you guys all start yeah. teaching now yeah. think about it's like the, the butterfly effect it is the butterfly effect of, of yeah. how that's the rewarding thing. When you see one of your students like go and go along that road, think about how many people you've helped as a result and how the matrixing, how the, there's no over, there's all this attention to detail. So if I leave one indelible mark is that is one is that I just wanted the level to be raised and yeah. it to be yeah. consistent. There's no point doing one good case every six months and going to a conference and going, oh my God, this guy's amazing. Like, it's just like, you know, like, uh, you know, he wears cool leather and he plays rock music and like, you know, it's really <laughs> exciting. Uh, but he spent seven hours doing this one amazing case. Like, I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in every single patient getting yeah. the best possible treatment it doesn't mean that every patient gets like artistic layering but it gets the best possible preparation the best possible bonding the best possible that's to me is more important than the layering that's it yeah cool cool I really, I, I think I already learned a lot this, uh, this, uh, this podcast. I, I remember now something as well, what you once said during a course. And every time when I'm putting a matrix on tooth, I'm thinking never, ever, ever, never, ever, ever burn burnish. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm still thinking, oh, no, no, don't touch it. Try another matrix. <laughs> so, um, so I, it does work. Yeah, it definitely does what, work. What Same I, for me. What yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> What I always say to, to people, I go, imagine you're matrixing. Imagine I'm there about to look at it. Would you show me the case? Imagine I'm in your office and you've just matrixed the patient 
and yeah. just and I'm there and you go, Tom, can you have a look? But before you ask me, just make sure that you think you're happy with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just go, what would Tom think about this? Okay, yeah, what would Tom say? <laughs> what would Tom say? Could this be any better? Like and that that's that I honestly it was like for me when I was doing that, I was like fear. I was like, imagine if I showed this to Eric or Jasper. I was like, I'd be like, oh my God, they'd be they'd be like, Oh Tom, you're terrible. But that's the truth is a little bit of fear is good for you, but uh, but too much can paralyze you. So you yeah. have to find a balance in life. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't often do this. Um, you guys are some of the work that I've seen from you two is some of the best I've seen definitely in a long, long time. And I just want you to keep going on your path. You You are inspiring a lot of other people. I'm just... I'm grump I'm like a grumpy old man. I can't be like you guys. Like you guys are like friendly with everyone. Like I'm like a grumpy old man and I'm like bitter and <laughs> everything. Like you guys uh, I'll be retired in a few years and you guys will be leading the generation. So the way I see you inspire and teach other people and running this um uh, this thing is really commendable and you're trying to help a lot of people out there that are currently locked down and don't have access to going on courses or whatever. So you're trying to do something that's positive and that's commendable. So um, I really respect you guys for that. And I have a lot of admiration and uh, I can't wait to see you uh, probably be October at this point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, we, we really appreciated you doing this for us, uh, Thomas. It's uh, it's an honor to have you in our uh, podcast, and uh, it's it's really good to see you give so many tips away about how you perform your dentistry. And I think if you really want to know, we, we we have to go, we st <laughs> we have to go to your course, and we we will we will be there for sure. But it, um, on a, honestly, you, what 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 I go filters onto you, and you have yeah. your own things. And you know what's going to be what's beautiful is is that we bounce ideas off each other. It's not someone is good like you guys have more experience in certain things than other. And what I do is just share what I do, mm -hmm. and what I do may not be the right way for you, but it's my way that works. Yeah. And I know that it works as I've done it thousands of times. Yeah. So yeah. if you follow the protocol, there should be no mistakes. All I've tried to do is simplify people's decision making so yeah. that life is easier for you that's it yeah perfect yeah you would you would be in the netherlands again eh? from the 5th to the 6th of june um with, together with newton Fowl. um but the event newton. yeah but the, the, the event uh, <laughs> has been cancelled and we have to postpone it uh and yeah, we, we have, have to postpone it to the 9th and the 10th of october so we're looking forward to see you again uh yeah. and and let's go for uh for a very nice <laughs> conference where you have some some specialties uh for us again uh, yeah i always i always for my dutch colleagues i always do something special so yeah uh, looking forward uh, i remember yeah. the video at the dutchy uh at the dutch academy yeah. of aesthetic dentistry yeah. this next one is even more is even like it's 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 something very there's some i always try and show you 
something you've never seen before and anyone that comes to see me you or i will always show you something you've never seen in the world before and that's quite a big statement to make but uh, it's it's generally always true i will always show you something that you've never seen before a technique a skill a type of layering a type of matrix a type of video even that's never been done before uh purely because it's just to make it i think when you're teaching it should be two one number one it should be helpful and two it should be a little bit entertaining it would be really yeah. if you're like a boring like lecture like i'd just be switching off if you're quoting me 50 papers and all this sort of it i don't have the attention for that i just want someone to give me lots of tips and tricks to how to improve you know that's what i want and uh so that's what i try and give and that's what we're going to expect because i think a lot of a lot of people that was one of the the the, the last things that i w would like you to to uh, to give some some enthusiasm about because i think a lot of people will be busy getting their practice together again on the 9th and the 10th of october uh will be a hard time um both seeing all the patients again because from hopefully from the 1st of june we can open our practice uh, again so it will be quite a long time and uh i'm in the same boat i'm in the same yeah, exact so thing as you yeah so dentists will be busy with, with getting their practice again together to survive one last message why should dentists still come to the conference what's the thing that you what can you offer them to 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 <laughs> nothing to... no <laughs> <laughs> look at the end of the day um your livelihood of your family and your business comes first that's 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 if any i don't want anyone to compromise their lives and like you know and their business that affects the their their loved ones and looking after them okay that comes first okay mm -hmm. but if you can come see me and newton you're gonna get a lot of helpful tips and tricks that you won't often get anywhere because both newton and newton's a legend anyway but you know you're gonna get a lot of direct helpful next day clinical advice and what tends to happen is those people that come just for the lecture end up wanting to come on the course which and then they miss uh, miss out on that and they want to come on the hands-on because they want to apply the the theory and so i would strongly recommend that if you can come get uh, yeah you know come for as much try and learn as much because if you're going to come away try and learn as much as you possibly mm -hmm, can mm -hmm. i'm not like a good teacher is not interested in wasting your time and i'm not interested in you guys wasting your time i'm interested in only helping you and showing you ways that uh, make my life more efficient and make eventually if you're doing higher level of dentistry you're going to be busy you're going to do the work you're going to do and you're going to have better job satisfaction you're going to be happier like you could just be yeah. putting composite after composite after yeah. composite but where's yeah. the satisfaction where's yeah, the pride exactly. where's the yeah. happiness and enjoyment yeah. there's more yeah, to I life that's than... one, i think that's one of the very very uh, interesting key points that you 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 try to find your satisfaction and try to find joy in the things you do and that's one of the things we can learn how to get the joy out of our out of our business out of our job 
when we look at the way you perform dentistry. And, and that's one of the things that I, I always imagine your work when I look into in, uh, to a tooth and I tr started to drill, I think, okay, I'm, I'm going to let it look like Thomas's. <laughs> and then that gives me some some at least some joy so that's i think uh, i think i think that's the key is that we have to fall in love again with yeah. doing good dentistry and you'll find that when your mentality changes and your approach changes actually you enjoy work you're happier the people around you are happier you'll go home and you're happier like I know that that sounds a bit um, uh, cliche, but the reality is is that it does improve your life. Your life will improve as a result of it. But it's not easy. Anyone expecting from day one that you're going to be great? No, it doesn't work like that. In life, if you want to be good at anything, if you want to really achieve, you have to work hard. You have to sacrifice. You have to push yourself. If you if you just accept things as they are and aren't willing to change, then this isn't for you. But if you want to improve, if you want to get better, if you want to enjoy work a bit more, then we're here to help you. Okay. But you have Good. to make that first step. Thanks. Thanks. Okay. Okay. Thanks. I wish you all the best. For Thank your, you very your much. amazing uh, for your amazing podcast we did together with you. Thanks for your time. I uh, don't do them the very often. You gave us so. Uh, really, really very thankful for that. Um, okay. And uh, well, uh, I think um, we have a lot uh, more coming from you and we're looking forward to that. Okay. It's been my pleasure. Take care, guys. I wish you all the best. Stay safe. Okay. You too. Bye-bye.